One thing to realize is that saints come in all shapes and sizes, sometimes big sizes. So John the 23rd was a big man. He was, he was very obese. He had a great sense of humor, and yet he was holy in his own unique way. Sometimes we expect that a person has to be holy according to my way and not according to the way that God is leading them and their personality. So saints come in all shapes and sizes. And that's what we see with St. John the 23rd. He was known as good, good Pope John in his life because he was so good to other people. I'll give you a little example of his humor. Visiting a hospital, he asked a boy what he wanted to be when he grew up. The boy said either a policeman or a pope. I would, be, I would go in for the police if I were you, the pope said. Anyone can become a pope, look at me. So a great sense of humor. Who was this man, Pope John Twenty-Third? He was born of a farming family in Soto il Monte in northern Italy in 1881. Angelo Giuseppe Roncalli was ordained a priest in 1904. After serving in World War I as a stretcher bearer, he was later made national director of the Society for the Propagation of the Faith. He, he revealed in his biography that in World War I, he, he was seeing the vices of soldiers, of like how they were cursing and doing all kinds of things. And it actually, it, you know, it inspired him to really go out and help, you know, help people to attain virtue. In 1925, he became a papal diplomat serving in Bulgaria, Turkey, and in France. And it was his time, especially in Bulgaria and Turkey, that he had encounters with the Orthodox Church. And he saw the, the goodness in many Orthodox people. He also met Muslims at that time, and he saw even goodness in them. And that's why when the Second Vatican Council came, there was this big thrust for ecumenism, because he, he saw the good that were in people of other faiths, of other Christian faiths, such as the Orthodox or non-Christian faith. With the help of Germany's ambassador to Turkey, Roncalli helped save an estimated 24,000 Jewish people during World War II. He had a great heart, he had a great love for people, especially the poor, because he was poor growing up. Named a cardinal and appointed Patriarch of Venice in 1953 by Pope Pius XII, he was elected Pope in 1958 at the age of 78. He took the name John after his father and the two patrons of Rome's cathedral, St. John Lateran. He convoked in 19... He convoked the Second Vatican Council from 1962 to 1965. He convoked it in 1959. His most famous encyclicals were Mater et Magistra in 1961 and Pachem and Terrace, 1963. Good Pope John died of stomach cancer on June 3rd, 1963. His feast day, October 11th, recalls the day the first session of the Second Vatican Council in 1962. 
Declared a blessed in 2000, he was canonized together with Pope John Paul II by Pope Francis on April 27, 2014. I'd like to read to you an address that he did at the opening of the Second Vatican Council on how he invokes the mercy of God. At the inauguration of the Second Vatican Ecumenical Council, it is evident as always that the truth of the Lord will remain forever. Indeed, as one age gives way to another, we see that uncertain human opinions take over one from another, and often errors vanish as soon as they are born, like mist dispersed by the sun. The church has never failed to oppose these errors and has even condemned them often, indeed with the greatest severity. But at the present time, the spouse of Christ is pleased to apply the medicine of mercy rather than take up the weapons of severity. So he had a new approach of offering people the medicine of mercy rather than reproach and severity. Uh, to relate a little bit about the holiness before I go into the humanness of Pope John the 23rd, they said that he prayed about three rosaries every day. Three, as a pope, he saw him praying the rosary as a pope, three rosaries a day attributing to his great holiness. Now, some, uh, some humorous stories. And one way to attain holiness is to die to yourself. Sometimes we take ourselves so seriously and we're always focused on self, self. But it's, it's good to actually die to yourself, to laugh at yourself, to even laugh at your own weaknesses and to know that you can only become holy but by the grace of God, but by the mercy of God. That, that to accept our weaknesses, like St. Therese says, but to strive for holiness at the same time, but knowing that we're weak. So these are some great stories of Pope, good Pope St. John the 23rd, and they're very humorous stories. When he once met a little boy named Angelo, he exclaimed, that was my name too. And then conspiratorially, but then they made me change it because they made him change it to John the 23rd at the, when he was elected Pope. He says, it often happens that I wake up at night and begin to think about the serious problems afflicting the world, and I tell myself, I must talk to the Pope about it. Then the next day when I wake up, I remember that I am the Pope. In reply to a reporter who asked, how many people work in the Vatican? He, reported, he reportedly said, about half of them. When a cardinal complained that a rise in Vatican salaries meant a particular usher earned as much as the cardinal, the Pope remarked, that usher has 10 children. I hope the cardinal doesn't. More often than not, though, Angelo Roncalli was the target of his own humor. He often laughed about his appearance, big ears, large nose, and round figure. One day after a session with a photographer, he told the stately Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, from all eternity, God knew that I was going to be Pope. He had 80 years to work on me. Why did he make me so ugly? Another time he greeted an ascetic looking visitor with a sigh and the comment, we will both have to say a prayer to God. 
beseeching him to remove half my excess fat to give it to you. When he went to visit a friend at the nearby hospital of the Holy Spirit in the evening, the nun answering the door said, Holy Father, I'm the mother superior of the Holy Spirit. He replied, lucky you, what a job. I'm just the servant of the servants of God. Not long after he was elected Pope, Pope John was walking in the streets of Rome. A woman passed him and said to her friend, my God, he's so fat. Overhearing what she said, he turned around and replied, Madame, I trust you understand that the papal conclave is not exactly a beauty contest. John XXIII broke the mold in ways too numerous to count. Natural, outgoing, and spontaneous by nature, he loved inviting workmen, Swiss guards, and ordinary people to stop in for a glass of vino, that is wine. Severo, Severio Petrillo, who oversaw the residence at Castel Gondolfo, remembers how Pope John disappeared every now and then. He would slip off the grounds without telling anyone and without an escort walking around among the people. He wasn't above a prank either. Many a prelate strolling with John through the Vatican gardens found out the hard way that the Pope had had the irrigation system rigged to shoot jets of water on the unsuspecting. He once wrote, there are three ways to face ruin, women, gambling, and farming. My father chose the most boring one. Finally, a wonderful, humble reflection of Pope John XXIII on human nature. Men are like wine, some turn to vinegar, but the best improve with age. Pope John XXIII struck the same note on Christmas Day, 1959, when he visited Rome's Regina Celli prison. He told inmates that he came as their brother and confided that one of his relatives had served a sentence for poaching. John related, radiated so much goodness and sincerity that there was not a dry eye in the place by the time he finished speaking. On another occasion, though, one prisoner refused to see him. Learning that the man had murdered his wife, John persuaded the guard to let him inside the inmate cell. Then he opened with these words, you know, I've never been married, but if I had married, I might have killed my wife too. As Pope John wrote in his journal, I live by the mercy of Jesus, to whom I owe everything and from whom I expect everything. Someone once asked John about the Italian habit of closing offices in the afternoon. Your Holiness, we understand that the Vatican is closed in the afternoon and people don't work then. Ah, no, said the Pope, the offices are closed in the afternoon. People don't work in the morning. When he was Cardinal and Patriarch of Venice, the future Pope was talking with a wealthy city resident and told him, you and I have one thing in common, money. You have a lot and I have nothing at all. The difference is I don't care about it. When a journalist asked the then Patriarch of Venice what he would be if he could live his life all over again, the future Pope said, journalist. Then he said with a smile, now let us see if you have the courage to tell me that. If you could do it all over again, you'd be the patriarch. A Vatican official 
told the Pope it would be absolutely impossible to open the Second Vatican Council by 1963. Fine, we'll open it in 1962, he answered, and he did. He had great trust in God, great sense of humor, never took himself seriously, even laughed at himself, even laughed at his own weaknesses. He knew he was overweight. He knew he loved Italian food and he loved wine. But he did strive for holiness as best as he could with his own personality, his own way, his own sense of humor. We can learn from each one of these saints. Not all saints are so austere, say like a Saint Bruno or the Carthusians. Some saints have to work through their weakness. Some saints need a sense of humor. Some saints have to, you know, keep it down to earth. But God is still working with them. Oh, I always love this story that when he was first opening up the Second Vatican Council, and they were working all day in meetings and everything, and he was tired, so he was ready to go to bed. And he prayed, Lord, it's your church, and I'm going to bed. Surrender. Surrendering everything to God. Not acting like it all depends on me for my own holiness or the way that a council is going to go or a meeting, but total trust and dependence on God, totally dying to ourself and allowing the spirit of Christ to work within us, even with a sense of humor. As it says in Psalm 2, he who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Even the Lord has a great sense of humor. And we have a great saint with a great sense of humor, but a great sense of holiness at the same time. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. 
simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.